Today is the 11th of August, 2011, and we're just concluded the Sassod workshop on human rights and equality law, and I'm standing here with Mr. Vidyata Kisun, who is the Sassod trustee slash secretary, and Dr. Beverly Barnett, who is the country representative for PAHU, WHO, along with the two distinguished facilitators, Dr. Arif Bulkan and Ms. Tracy. Robinson, yes. And we, we, we're really just talking about, you know, how important it was to have PAHU participate in, in this workshop. And now that we've concluded the workshop, what is the next step? You know, now that PAHU has collaborated with, with us on this workshop and participating, how do we move forward? And anybody like to share on that, on possibilities in terms of collaboration? Okay, so I think, um, Doc, if I could ask on behalf of Sassad, um, in terms of how PAHU works and WHO, because certainly we discuss human rights in Guyana, especially when come to issues around health, PAHU doesn't usually emerge as one of the organizations, you know, more like UNFP and, and those other um, organizations. So I'm just wondering, um, what benefit did you see from, from this workshop, what was the benefit to, to you and to, and, and to PAHU? And how, well, what is happening within PAHU in terms of how they're integrating human rights into the work that, that they're doing now? Um, is there, are there any um, pressing human rights concerns in Guyana, in, in your program in Guyana, that you think that our Equality Forum can address? And, um, and how, you can, you know, how, how do you see, well, what are some of the thoughts you might have had um, if you have any, you know, um, in terms of how this could work, and do you see this being an example for the Caribbean, the rest of the Caribbean? Well, that's a lot of questions. Yes, lots of questions. Sorry, so, this is so, 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 would hear one at a time. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me just say first of all that one of Pahu's uh, values is equity. So, if we start from there, we're talking about equity in health. So um, our technical cooperation, because as you know, we're not a funding agency, we're a technical cooperation agency. But our technical cooperation in health is geared towards reducing health inequities. That's a big thing for us. So that's, that's the first, that's a jump off point. The second thing is that uh, in our technical cooperation, we have certain cross-cutting priorities. Now, in fact, we have been working with the right to health as a, an underlying principle for a long time. But I think you, you have a point in saying it hasn't been perhaps as prominent as it could have been. But if you think about things like health for all, there's equity in there, and there certainly is a recognition that one has to be as wide as possible in trying to have people achieve the highest attainable standard of health. So we approach it from the health point of view, even though we know that all the rights are uh, linked and, and uh, they, they, one supports the other. But we have made it more prominent in the, in the past few years to highlight our cross-cutting principles, one of which is human rights. Okay? We have, let me, let me see if I can remember the six. It's uh, human rights, it's gender, it's cultural diversity, it's primary health care, it's um, social protection in health, 
and it's because I always forget the sixth one um, but I, I remember and I, I'll tell you I hope in a little while but these are things that we try to incorporate not only in our technical coefficient programming but also in how we operate internally okay did I say primary health care yeah. that's the sixth that's the sixth cross-cutting principle okay so um, these are things that are are very important for technical cooperation. One of the ways that we try to look at this is to try to get where we can in health challenges disaggregated data because that's the way that we can do an analysis to see where are the differences that are unjust, unfair, avoidable and preventable and do something about it. Okay? So we really approach all these things from the point of view of how best can we reduce inequities in health? So if you think of it that way, there is scope for much collaboration with SASOD and other organizations in looking at uh, reducing these, uh, these, did I say gender? Yes. <laughs> in reducing any uh, inequalities uh, that exist in these areas. Because well, we had, this is because through another human rights project, we actually started working with the nurses to train the nurses in around gender and sexuality issues. So um, that is one of the things, one of the things that we are working on because of how the health sector responds to the needs of people, and not only um, men who have sex with men, but also all of the other persons and how those persons will act to them. So I think that's very good to know and to also for information sharing to let you know how that um, works through. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. I think, um, Dr. Barnett, I think what might have been useful too over the course of the last three days was that a number of health issues came up um, in terms of equality and discrimination. And what comes to mind is um, Stan talking about, uh, and, and other participants, about maternal child care, maternal deaths, um, and rights of persons with HIV. Um, we had some very specific examples um, about treatment in hospitals, about issues around counseling and testing, mandatory testing when you know that goes against established protocols. I'm sure you might recall some of the discussion. And these are these are live issues in Guyana. Um, I presume PAHU prob probably operates at the level of policy, but with these very um, real issues that emerged, um, do you see any kinds of interventions um, that might target those inequities? Well, you know, we operate at the, the policy level, but also at several other levels as well. Eh? Because for us, as I said, information, gathering the evidence is extremely important. Because um, definitely, I think, to get evidence-based policies, plans, programs, any kind of intervention, you need to know what's happening. So um, we are at the policy level, but we also undertake, as I said, direct technical cooperation. We are involved in building capacity. In other words, as with most other development agencies, our ultimate aim is to put ourselves out of a job where the country has developed to the point where, you know, we can kind of stand back and monitor. But um, this is the ultimate aim. So what I'm saying is that uh, we build uh, human resource capacity. So a lot of the things that you described um, involve training of uh, health workers and others who interact uh, with uh, persons. Uh, it involves institutional capacity building to make sure that there are guidelines, protocols, um, the policy.
policies, the mechanisms in place uh, to reduce these inequities that we're talking about. And um, primary health care is one of the ways that is very important in helping to achieve even a basic, the basic level of health care for as broad a section of the population as possible. Universal coverage is what the ultimate aim is. You're never going to get a tertiary level hospital in every, on every corner. You're never going to get that. But what you want is for access to be there when people need it, wherever they live, in any country, in Guyana, wherever you live, not because you live in a certain part that you shouldn't be able to access even basic health care. And if you need other levels of health care, you should be able to have a referral system that gets you to quality care. So these are the sorts of things that we're working uh, with the Ministry of Health and other partners, obviously, uh, to try and move towards. And I have to say that uh, I do see that Ghana is trying to extend its primary health care um, network, is trying to train people uh, to man those entities, and um, is very aware of the issues that it has in things like maternal and child health. You know, so I, I think sometimes we look at the gaps and forget some of the things that are actually happening aimed at filling those gaps, and, and we shouldn't do that. So I think we have to, uh, you know, applaud efforts even as we work to strengthen and expand them. Okay. Okay. I think um, thank you very much again, Dr. Byron, for participating in this. Um, and we look forward to, it's interesting you mentioned the thing about you know, the research and the evidence. Um, we interested to see how as we do our research, how that's, that if you can use that. Um, that's going to be extremely, you know, as you said, you need evidence, and that's something that we have to look at. Okay. Good. Good. All right. <laughs>